Oops, have to select the song, sorry. We're just about to go on, here we go. Alright, welcome ladies and gentlemen, Pastor Eli James here. This is Voice of Christian Israel. <laughs> uh, Sunday, April 4th, 2021, and boy are we in the thick of things. Uh, uh, we have been able to make contact with Pastor Martins. He is with us today. How are you, Pastor Martins? Uh, good evening, Pastor Eli. Um, I'm very well. I think my computer is just stalled on me oh can you hear me yeah i can hear you yeah okay excellent pastor uh yes um uh uh, i did not hear the the normal intro music i heard a different song tonight right yeah Uh, it's going very well (laughs) yeah it's going very well on our side pastor and uh uh, definitely winter is busy setting in. We can feel the daytime temperatures um, uh, getting uh, lower every day, actually. And, of course, also our uh, sunrise and sunset shrinking the duration of the day somewhat. Um, yes. Very well. Thank you, Pastor. Yes, yes. Well, I was uh, uh, t- just talking with another person uh, from Sweden uh, and uh, I think uh, it's true that the whole world is watching America uh, politically, because, certainly because of the Biden versus Trump race that uh, we know was stolen from Trump. But uh, the, because America is really the only country on the face of the earth, although maybe South Africa has been an exception, where uh, even though they're trying to take our right to gun ownership away, they have not succeeded. And I, I think because exactly. they, yeah, they have not succeeded, that is why the Rothschilds uh, began the lockdown sooner than they wanted to, because uh, their their strategy now is to, by jabbing people with this pseudo-vaccine, because it's not a vaccine. Vaccines are supposed to provide immunity to some disease, and these shots do not provide immunity to anything, right? So... Uh, I think they've implemented this uh, tactic, which was uh, spelled out in the Rockefeller uh, 2010 document, uh, the global, uh, they didn't call it lockdown, they call it lock set or something like that. They had a different word for it. And uh, But now the lockdown is being implemented because, number one, they need to get rid of patriots. And every patriot who takes the jab is one less patriot they have to worry about. So h- how is this strategy working in South Africa? Uh, are South African white patriots taking the jab? Uh, Pastor, I uh, hear you saying white patriots. Yes. In fact, you cannot get a any other patriot than a white patriot. <laughs> right. Okay. I 
I and and also very interesting that you should use the word patriot. Do you know where the word patriot comes from, Pastor? Uh, a vaguely, it's a scriptural, right? Or a scriptural uh, significance. So, but go ahead. The um, information that I managed to stumble upon, I didn't go and look for it, but I stumbled upon it, that the people whom were resistive of joining the churches and joining Christianity in the um, in the middle dark the dark middle ages they were called patriots because they were speaking about pater which of course is father mm-hmm. yot okay father and Yahweh. they were being <laughs> exactly uh-huh. they were they were labeled as pater yotters because of the fact that they spoke about father yahweh and the of course the first letter of the Yahweh's name is a yacht in Hebrew. Okay. So they were, but but there's some other points of interest and significance as well. They were also identified as those people that prayed before they ate. Mm, okay. So it was yeah. not a common thing at the time, except for the people who were calling Father Yahweh as Pater Yotter. I mean, they were called Pater Yotters for mm-hmm. calling on Father Yahweh. Okay, very The other thing which is, also, uh, which is also of great significance, they refer to these Pater Yotters as people who upheld the Sabbath on the seventh day, denouncing the popes and the um, Christianity's um, first day worship, which is very interesting. And they also speak about the patriots that fled to England. They also spoke about the patriots who fled to the new world. Okay. Yeah. Well, which is uh, quite... Yeah. Yeah, by the way, and, the Bible uh, that the, the patriots brought over here was the Geneva Bible, not the King James, and certainly not the Catholic Bible, <laughs> right? Uh, well, well on, what, what the, the information that I have is that with the, the, the Dutch going across to um, the uh, what they termed, or what they called New Amsterdam, which is today's New York, mm-hmm. they also instated the Dutch Reformed Church with the Staten Bible, with the Staten Bible okay. as Dutch. But of course, um, in um, the, the Dutch were overrun by the British and they instituted, or they changed the name from um, New Amsterdam to New York. And then again, at some stage later, the Dutch again overran the British <laughs> and they renamed New New York, York New, New Amsterdam. <laughs> to, okay. They they knew uh, they renamed it to New Orange. Oh, okay. Of course, York, being, <laughs> yes. Which which was a sort of a displacement of the title York, uh, because of the Dutch, the Duke of York, after whom the New York was named, at the time, they then named New York or renamed New York to. New, uh, New Orange, okay, as the Prince of Orange, right? 
And After, then, of course, the late, at the later stage, the uh, British again won the battle and they renamed it to New York and it's been New York ever since. Yeah, and now it's a multicultured city of uh, multiculturalism. <laughs> multicolored city, I meant to say. The, the so-called hijacked, uh, what do you call it, the rainbow sign of Noah has been hijacked by, by liberalism and now it, it means transgenderism and all, all, all that stuff, right? So, yeah, we're yes, living exactly. in really crazy times. So, uh, but now here in America, it's obvious to me that they're using COVID and it's fake disease. I'm not saying there isn't a disease. I, I think it's just normal flu that we get every year, but they're just calling it, giving by a new name, namely COVID. And uh, the, treatment, the treatment in this case has, uh, is worse than a disease. The treatment for flu Foster, has... You go ahead. The, the information that I have on COVID is that, yes, Fauci and company, along with uh, Bill Gates, um, sponsored and funded the mutation, the creation of a mutated form of the standard coronavirus, which every year over the past uh, mm. hundreds of years have dealt the flu epidemic, not pandemic, but epidemic, mm -hmm. which is an annual occurrence with the change of, um, yeah, of, change of, of the seasons. season. Yeah, with colder yes. weather. It, it's, yeah. But what they did okay. was they, mute, they mutated it into a different strain, of course, for the purpose of saying that it's a new, this COVID trash, this COVID fallacy. Right. All right. Now, now, what, what, something that we must also take notice of is that in September of 2019, Bill Gates actually took out a copyright or a trademark. Yeah. Patent. Oh six oh six oh six. Yeah, right. Oh six oh six oh six. Right, because it's an mRNA yes. vaccine. It's intended to disrupt the messenger RNA in our DNA to uh, exactly. insert but the two his preferred uh, proteins in place of natural proteins, right? But the, the thing is that COVID-19, or the COVID-19, what they deem to be a virus, is not a virus. It is the byproduct that the body creates. Right. So, so Bill Gates... Um, made a massive blunder by registering it as a patent, by patenting something that occurs naturally in nature. The body, the, the human body creates the right. byproduct which has been detected. And it's not right. the COVID, the virus which has been detected, it's the byproduct the body re creates right. because of the virus. Right. Now, well, hold on, because it brings up an interesting question. If the if this byproduct is induced by uh, toxins injected into our bodies, right? Is it a naturally occurring byproduct or is it synthetic? No, Pastor, it is a product which has been created by the human body over the eons. Right. Whenever foreign, whenever a foreign. Uh, um, uh, virus Edu enters your body. Right. Um, your body produces these um, 
these um, antibodies. Well, it's the yeah, antibodies. So, so, so Bill Gates actually swindled the whole world into believing that that which he patented mm. is. He could not have patented because it is a natural occurring thing. You cannot yeah. patent the sun. You cannot patent this, right. uh, the moonlight. You cannot those things that occur naturally. You cannot patent. Yes, yet he did in a massive swindle, and I believe that there is a a second um, a hearing, or there is going to be a massive hearing. Um, Similar to what was orchestrated with the so-called hollow hoax mm -hmm. after the Second World War. Okay, and when is that planned for? Is it? Uh... I believe it. I believe it is being orchestrated as we're speaking, Pastor. Okay. All right. Okay. So, yeah, go ahead. Um, then, then about COVID, um, the, the so-called COVID vaccination in South Africa, um, because of the disabilities or the lack of capabilities of the South African government in executing that which they have been paid very dearly for by Bill Gates and company, mm -hmm. they have... Um, purchased a great number, millions of vaccinations against this hoax called COVID. Now, okay. these vaccinations have only a very limited lifespan. So these millions of vaccinations had to be um, administered by a certain given time or right. they would have lapsed. Yeah, a booster now, those shot. Things yeah, they've, they've now, already told us they want, uh, there's a second round coming, okay? And I, it looks like it may the, be this September. But because of the fact that the um, South African government is totally incapable of organizing a, uh, a, a drunk party in a Shabin, they, of course, neglected the urgency which, had been, which they had been paid for to, to execute. Yeah. So millions of these vaccines are going down the drain. The people are not getting vaccinated. And, of course, there's a massive, a massive um, resistance against any form of vaccination. Right. It's, it, well, except for the – well, they're, they're taking advantage of the volunteers under the present, you know, uh, free shots, which is, is admittedly experimental, experimental and therefore cannot be mandatory. Okay, because it's admittedly yes. experimental, but they're they're coaxing people to get it because they say it's going to protect protect you from COVID. Well, it doesn't protect you from anything, right? And the purpose of it is yeah. to make you sick. And yeah, you know, we just read statistics: thousands and thousands of people are dying from the shot, according to the CDC's yes. own records. But mass media is not publicizing these deaths. And if they do publicize exactly. them, they'll say, well, it's caused the, the deaths are due to COVID. All right. So it's nothing but yes. more deceit uh, layered upon deceit, layered upon Layer. more deceit. Okay. So, yes. uh, but the question I have to ask you, because uh, since South Africa is in the uh, Southern Hemisphere and your winters are the opposite of ours, you know, we're going into summer, you're yes. going into winter. 
the uh, according to the book, the ra- uh, the uh, I forget now the the rainbow. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, and, and other people who are anti-vaxxers have stated that in America, in the Northern Hemisphere as well, we have a coincidence between flu season and the winter holidays, namely Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's, when people shove yes. all kinds of poisons down into their bodies, they call food, like like sugar yes. and aspirin and, and uh, decongestants and what have alcohol. you. Yeah, alcohol, right? That uh, all combine to weaken your immune system. Okay? And then so those people who yes. do get the flu, the seasonal flu, it's far worse for them than normal, okay? But that's become yes. such a habit, routine in the Northern, Hem- Northern Hemisphere. I'm asking you, what about the Southern Hemisphere? Are, has flu season, uh, because you don't have those holidays at the same time as your normal flu season, the colder months is what I'm referring to, Yes. that uh, in your hemisphere it shouldn't be as bad. What do you see? Uh, Boston, well... Um, something that has, um, uh, w- well, which is also being um, uh, becoming clearer by the day, and that is that over the past year and two months, ever since the um, the initial lockdown for COVID, mm-hmm. uh, people stopped dying of cancer and they stopped dying <laughs> of uh, motor car accidents and they right. stopped dying yeah, exactly. because of the flu. The flu, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And um, um, what something else I've seen on on Facebook is that people that um, have had or that uh, had been um, diagnosed with terminal diseases are now dying of COVID. Right. Before they can before they can die of the the terminal disease that they have been diagnosed with right yeah including falling <laughs> out of airplanes <laughs> right Even they hit the ground they died of covid yeah. <laughs> right yes yeah and then also um farm murders uh people get attacked on their farms they get shot and they die of covid um people who are, have been vaccinated that die are being registered. Their death has been registered. Their deaths are being registered as coincidental. Right. So you are either dying of COVID nineteen or you're dying of co- coincidental. We're still mm-hmm. trying to establish what is the coincidental that they're putting on people's right. death certificates. Right, it's called COVID. <laughs> it's all a coincidence. No, yeah, they, they cannot die. They cannot die because of COVID because they have been vaccinated. So right. they're dying. They something else. Coincidental. Yeah, flu. <laughs> the flu is coming back. <laughs> right, and that's absolutely right. The incidence of these other diseases has gone down supposedly because of COVID reporting techniques, right? Which we know yes. are highly exaggerated. So, uh, but now, but people are dying more. Uh, because I just read a report last night that uh, there's uh, 6,000%, which means 120 times as many people this year have died from flu-like symptoms, and uh, and uh, which actually means the shots, than last year. Okay? Yes. So, well, it, so if all of these it, medications work, 
You can't prove it by the statistics. Definitely not, Pastor. In fact, um, they don't propagate that by or on the mass media because um, people will then raise their eyebrows um, yeah. <laughs> because of the the. the uh, the strange thing is that they insist, well, people have uh, been, um, f for example, there are South Africans working on farms in America. They have been told that they cannot come back to South Africa. They cannot return home hmm. unless they take the shot. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Can, can you see the implications? They well, yeah. Come I mean, they're trying to make COVID mandatory even though they can't do so by law because it's still the, the jab anyway, the, the so-called, you know, Pfizer vaccine, the Gates vaccine, the Gates inoculation, because yes. it's not a vaccine. Uh, they're trying to make yeah. it mandatory in other ways because, uh, let's face it, the Rothschilds control uh, international commerce. They control the airplane industry. They control big pharma. Exactly. And, and so they can mandate anything they want. But in, yeah. here in America, they have to be careful that they cannot, they cannot force us to take these medications by law. They simply cannot because they're experimental. So they're well, using Pastor, every technique other than lawful techniques to get us to take the jab. Yes, exactly. In, in fact, their favorite is that you wouldn't be able to leave your house right. without taking the jab. The yes. next thing is you won't, you won't be able to order online and have the goods delivered to your house unless mm -hmm. you take the jab. Right. Exactly as the scripture says. Yes. But uh, um, something that I wanted to say, I woke up at four minutes past four this morning. Okay. And looking at, um, I, I yesterday morning I woke up at about 2.22 and I had this urge to read Obadiah. Okay. <laughs> and, I, and, and I read through Obadiah, and it was all the same as every other time I, I read Obadiah. Every time I read it, all that I find is that it reiterates and it underlines or it um, marks that which I already perceived about the the revelation of the book Obadiah, the prophecies, which is in fact a revelation to the house of Jacob today. And mm -hmm. then this morning when I woke up at four minutes past four, now the 404, the significance is that you add that up together and it gets to eight. And if you go to 222, it adds to six. Mm -hmm. Now, what I wanted to say about this, the three twenty, the three twos, and the two fours, have significance for me. But what I did discover when I read Obadiah this morning. Now you can remember that I read it yesterday morning. No impact. I read it this morning, and what a massive impact it left on me. Mm -hmm. And if I can just read, if I can just read Obadiah. Verse 1. Okay. Pastor, the whole, the whole message is locked up 
the key is Obadiah 1 verse 1, or Obadiah verse 1. And let me just get it in, in English. Um, I must just get it in, in the King James. The vision of Obadiah, thus saith Yahweh concerning Edom. We have heard a rumor from, the, from Yahweh. And an ambassador is sent among the heathen. Arise ye and let us rise up against her in battle. Now look at the key. The ambassador is an angel. And you can read the, the other translations as well. It says the angel is sent among the heathen. Arise ye and let us rise up against her. Whom is the her? Edom. Yeah, right. Now, and Mystery Babylon, because they control, it's a great horror of Revelation. Now, if you, if you look at that, you will see that Yahweh's punishment of Edom comes from the nations. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because here it says that the ambassador or the angel is sent among the heathen. Arise ye. That is a command, an instruction. Arise ye and let us rise up against her, Edom, in battle. Mm -hmm. Behold, I have made thee small among the heathen. Yes. Thou art Nations. greatly despised. Mm -hmm. In other words, now look at this. He says that in the second verse, Behold, I have made thee small among the heathen. Which well, means that yeah. amongst their own. Mm -hmm. So Edom is going to attract the, um, the, the, the aggression of the people that they have purportedly over the past generations yes. have to help have them. Followed I mean, her. These, well, okay. Can uh, it be uh, the uh, blacks? Let me just interject here, please. Because... Uh, the, sorry to interrupt, but they have been able to maintain control of the world economy through bribery, blackmail, and in many cases, yes. assassination, etc. Okay? The, but the more you use that tactic to stay in control, the more enemies among those people and among their families you make, and the, the less control you have of the system. So exactly. Under, it has to collapse. There's no way it can't collapse. It must collapse. And, but see, it's a race against time. They stay there fixated on the American militia, the gun owner. How do we eliminate that element of the American population? Well, I've been saying they can't. But what they're trying to do is make us sick and make us fall for yes. this gambit. It's a chess game tactic, a gambit. You sacrifice two or three pawns and, and hope... That you know, because it's only pawns, and hope that the chess game still will continue. It's an enormous gamble by the Rothschilds. Enormous, enormous game, game Pastor. Yeah, but it's also they're walking on a very tight, tight yeah. rope. Yes, yeah, right. Because <laughs> right. and a thinner tight rope is <laughs> right. Now remember that the the Edomites have, um, they have pulled their resources and they pulled their uh, demeanors. Over the past generations, ever since the days of uh, Esau and Jacob on the planet, 
They yeah. have the Edomites have pooled their resources in order to gain the control that they have today. Now look mm -hmm. at the third look at the third verse. Now remember also that um, even Fauci um, has a somebody that stands in for him in in public uh, appearances. Because all these guys are hiding away in their bunkers. Mm -hmm. Are you aware of that? Uh, who's who's hiding in bunkers? The Edomites. The Edomites. The these um, the Roth uh, the um, uh, oh okay the, the, the big shots the, the Rothschilds right the uh, the oh, upper crust the upper Edomites upper Edom let's let's refer to them as upper Edom <laughs> okay yes now, yeah. now Look what verse 3 says. The pride of thy heart hath lifted thee up, uh -huh. who dwellest in the clefts of the rocks, and right. settest up thy throne on high. Who sayest in thy heart, who shall bring me down to the ground? Yep, pride. Enormous pride. Pride. Yeah. Enormous pride, pride, but also... Yeah. Remember also that Henry Kissinger has been saying that he is God. Soros <laughs> has been saying that he is God. Yeah, the uh, rabbis David say that too. Yep. Who's that? The, uh, the rabbis say that as well. That uh, Yahweh asks a, a rabbi before he makes a decision. <laughs> All right? Talk about impudence. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But, but be <laughs> because of the, these Edomites have exalted themselves above. Mm -hmm. Exactly. If we go back to uh, Babylonia, the days of Nimrod, what was Nimrod's creed? Let us be one. Let us cast ourselves up against the Almighty. Mm -hmm. Exactly what the Edomites are doing right. today. And that's what the United Nations is doing. Exactly. Right? Mm -hmm. European Union, so, etc. Absolutely, Pastor. But yeah. uh, I just thought I'd share that. Um, it is just amazing how the scripture begins to unfold right before us. If only we spend the time with the scriptures. And, and something else, um, something that I have mentioned before. I'm in the process of going through the Afrikaans old translation of the scriptures of the Bible. Comparing verse by verse and word by word that which is in the original Hebrew text against that which is translated into Afrikaans. Mm -hmm. And Pastor, you'll be amazed to find how many uh, deliberate misinterpretations and deliberate yeah. oh. mistranslations yeah. there have been. Yeah, and, and because of the Masoretic from... text. Because of the Masoretic text, the, the Jew version of the Old Testament. Yeah. But not just that, Pastor. Okay. Because I, I contacted the the um, um, South African Bible Society and I asked them what were the original texts for the um, the Old Testament translation, which they forwarded. They gave me the 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 details of the text that was used. Okay. And that I used to compare against the translated version into Afrikaans and pastor mm -hmm. the discrepancies. Amazing, and you can huh? clearly see, if you go and look at the Afrikaans translation, and you go and look at the English translations, and I've gone back to Young's little literal translation. I've I've looked at most probably about uh, close to twenty English translations, 
And I'm talking about old translations. I'm talking about the 1611 King James Version. I'm talking about the Douay Reims Version, um, which, of course, is a Roman Catholic version. The Roman Catholic Version, in many instances, is more accurately translated from the okay. original the original Hebrew, which is not the Masoretic text, but the what they call the Textus Receptus. Right. Now, the the Roman Catholic English translation of the scriptures in many instances are far far more correct uh, and and um, uh, uh, right. corresponding with the Hebrew text than the King James Version does. Mm-hmm. Now, what I've also done is I've tried to get hold of the very oldest possible English translation, which is in the um, what they call um, uh, ancient, or, or um, uh, I just want to get the right word English. It is called, um, but but it, it is Anglo-Saxon. the old, the old English or the. Um, mm-hmm. Um, they talk about the Old English, the Middle English, and then the um, right. Modern English. Yes. Now, o- Old English is um, Anglo-Saxon. Old, uh, Ger- now, Ger- German and English, before they split into German and English. Yeah. Yes. Now, now, what I've been trying to get hold of is a Bible that was translated in the 1300s. And I managed to get hold of it. And when I wanted to read it, I found that it was retranslated into modern English. Okay. Why? Yeah. In, in other words... To edit. That's <laughs> an editorial <laughs> technique. Well, yeah. they are hiding something, Pastor, because in the um, some of the uh, information that I have on the, on the original English... Um, or the oldest that I could get in, I think it was 1383 or something like that. Um, the there are certain reports out about things that are written in there that have disappeared mm-hmm. in younger translations of the scriptures in English. Right. And Understood. I want to establish what those differences are, and I want to establish yeah. why those differences are, because if I look at the Afrikaans translation, which was which is very young. It's hundred and uh, well, it's uh, 1933, which means that it's only 90 years old. Right. And already, I think we're on the fifth version of the Afrikaans translation. In other words, every 20 or 30 years, they, they retranslate the scriptures. Yeah, they re-edit yeah. in Afrikaans. Mm-hmm. So, so it is becoming a very viable, uh, what I call a piece of merchandise. A right. new translation of the Bible. And all the Christians rush to go and buy the new Bible because there are yeah, new revelations it. in it. No, it's not new. Right. Yeah. It's not new revelations in the new versions or the new translations of the Bible. Yes. It is new corruptions. Right. Because. A uh, uh, new it, fad. You know, you, uh, a lot of people will buy those Bibles just to put them on their shelves and brag. See, I've got the latest version. <laughs> right. Not that they'll read it. Exactly. You're right, Pastor. Mm-hmm. Yep. And and that is something which is so prominent amongst the Cape Dutch Afrikaners. Okay. Because of the if the Duomeni says next week we're going to read out of the twenty twenty one new translation of the Bible, they go and rush to the Christian 
um, in South Africa we have the Christelijke Uitgevers Maatschappij, the Christian uh, Publishers uh, Company. Mm-hmm. And of course the this organization or this uh, merchandising organization, this Christian uh, Uitgevers Maatschappij uh, has um, shops in all these large malls. Really? And okay. you, you know if I compare... For example, when when I bought my first Bible, when I was still in school, I think I paid something like 22 rand for a leather-bound Bible. In fact, my mom bought it for me when I was in in matric or 12th grade. Okay. And if I compare that Bible now, which of course is a 1933 translation and uh, revised in 1953, so I have a uh, Bible that was revised in terms of its translation on in the same year that I was born. Okay. And uh, when when I just before I wrote my exams, my mom gave me this Bible, and this Bible has been a treasure trove for me over the years, and that is still the Bible that I use. I refuse to use any other Bible. Okay. Uh, now, as, which... as, as a which version is this? It's the 1953. It's a re, it, it is the 1933, 33. but with a revised, uh, there was a revision of it in 1953. Okay. The Afrikaans, the old translation. I see. It, it, the 1933 was the first complete Bible, but that is the one that I um, emphatically state that it is rife with landmines and minefields of deliberate um, agenda-driven corruptions rather than translations. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. Well, that's you, all we have. And that's can... what religion, that's what Christianity is today, outside yes, of absolutely. identity, outside of the covenant message, right? And And for the life of me, I pondered upon this night after night. Why is it that the scriptures have been corrupted? And then I realized that in the year 70, with the, um, with the uprising of the, um, of the, Jew, uh, the, the uprising of the Jews, if I can Judeans, call it that. The Judeans. Judeans. Yeah. Yeah. In the year 69, 70, after the Messiah, um, the scriptures of the house of Jacob of the two southern uh, uh, um, tribes, the the house of Yehuda, uh-huh. all the scriptures that they had, all the libraries, the temple was. Remember, the temple was burned down, and uh, right. the gold was taken back to to Rome. Now, yeah. all the scriptures that they could find. Now, in this uh, researching this um, uprising of the Judeans. Uh, in the year of 69-70, there was a, another uprising as well in the year 62-63, but then again in 69-70, and that was when it was quelled by the military might, the military force, which was led by, um, I've, I've spoken about it before, uh, Flavius Vespasianus, okay. Vespasian. Mm-hmm. And there were so many of these libraries that were burned down, of course, all the books in these libraries, whether yeah. they be um, 
related to the house of Jacob or the Sumerians or the uh, all the libraries that the yeah. Roman Catholic military force could get hold of. They even went and they uh, ransacked the library of Alexandria, right, which is in Egypt. That mm-hmm. was the the extent to which yeah. they would have gone to lay hold of all the scriptures and all the um, uh, 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 um, what do you call them papyrus um, scrolls papyri right exactly yeah that they could get hold of and other forms and they took it back to to um, Rome now something that we have spoken of before in fact we we spent a whole uh, um, program on that a whole show on that and that was that the um, New Testament, so-called New Testament, was originally written in Hebrew and uh, Aramaic. Right. And that we've already thrashed through, and we, we, we could prove that the scriptures, the scriptures that was called the, the writings of the Nazarenes, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Nazarites or Nazarenes, the Nazarites, yeah. the, which was called the Ketuvim Nazarim, those okay. were written in originally in Aramaic, and uh, not in Greek as uh, yeah. is being purported. Yeah, and then uh, Greek, uh, I mean Hebrew uh, manuscripts of uh, the New Testament have found uh, been found in faraway places such as India. Okay, and have been yes, preserved there. Exactly. Okay, so yeah, there's more and more evidence to that effect that uh, we have original uh, New Testament in Hebrew. Okay. Exactly. See, so, yeah, and that's that's a great uh, historical development that uh, uh, that we've discovered. So um, now, uh, what about Afrikaans? Now, does the Afrikaans Bible is uh, you're saying it's based on what now? It's uh, on what text is that based? The textus. It's based on the textus receptus. Okay, which is the Catholic. Which, which is a very which is a very popular one. Okay. However, if you compare the Textus Receptus Greek, uh, sorry, Textus Receptus um, translation. Uh, so, sorry, the text, the Textus Receptus is is Greek. Yeah. Um, it's not the Textus. It's the Textus Sinaiticus. Okay. Which the, um, the Afrikaans Bible was based on. Oh, okay. All and right. The if 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 you compare the Hebrew. Verse by verse and word by word, you find these discrepancies. And what I have also found, if I go and look at the English versions of these texts, I find that there are places where it is clear that the translators of the English texts translated more closely to the Hebrew mm-hmm. than they did to the agendas which came forth out of younger translations. Okay. In other words, it becomes clear, it becomes evident that agendas were being established during the course of the past five, six hundred years. Yeah, absolutely. And as those, and as those agendas were rolled out, you can see that all the subsequent translations of the scriptures fell into that agenda. Right. Oh, absolutely. Well, even uh, uh, Josephus talks about, uh, it may not be Josephus himself, but many of the early church fathers talked about the fact that Herod destroyed the genealogical records 
of the uh, Judahites because he was an Edomite and he didn't want proof that, that that he was not a Judahite, okay, to exist. Exactly. And then, of course, exactly. the the, the uh, Pharisees took over uh, the the government and they probably took the uh, whatever remaining Hebrew scriptures there were with them, and that's why you know the uh, they had to rely on the uh, Septuagint. Which was that's probably yes. why uh, most everything you know afterwards was written in Greek instead of Hebrew. But uh, you know, yes. so uh, again, uh, my my technique has been to compare the Masoretic translation uh, with the Septuagint translation to see to check for discrepancies. Okay, and yes, which uh, so, is a good start. Yeah, that, that's that's a good technique. It's that's been very rewarding in, in certain areas, right? But uh, it sounds yes. like uh, you've heard, uh, you know, you've, you've found another technique for t- checking discrepancies, which is very good. Yes, yes, absolutely, Pastor. In, in fact, there are quite a number of techniques for finding discrepancies, especially if one goes back into um, the Brenton Bible. That's the one I was looking for. Uh, okay. I just had to jog my mind on that. The right. Brenton Bible, which was established or which was translated, I think, in 1383. And you go and try and download it from anywhere in the, on the internet, you will find that it had been rewritten not in classical English, but in modern English. Okay. Why? It's quite well, interesting. To edit. <laughs> A translation <laughs> is automatically an editing process because there's no way you can translate directly from one language to another without making compromises because the words don't always have the same meanings. And so, but Boss, that's yeah. so true. Mm-hmm. But if you take, for example, that in the Afrikaans language, the Afrikaans language developed around the translation of the Bible. In other words, there were okay. words that were inserted into the Afrikaans translation that became part of the Afrikaans language. Right. Which just does not rhyme with mm-hmm. what was written in the original. Understood. Also, okay. also in Afrikaans, what we what I find is that in many instances, now being a, a biblical scholar yourself, you will know that um, in Hebrew, the main thought of the verse is the first word given. For example, Bereshit. Okay. The Genesis 1 verse 1, Bereshit, in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It doesn't start with the heavens. It doesn't start with the earth. It doesn't start with created. It doesn't start with Elohim. It starts with in Bereshit. That right. is the main, the main focus, the main thought that is portrayed or that is presented in Genesis 1 verse 1. Bereshit bara. The second word is in the beginning. He created, or they created, depending on the next word, which is Elohim, which sounds like a plural, a word in the plural, but Mm -hmm. it is not the word in the plural, but the word in the fullness. The fullness of the the creator. Yeah, Yeah. I'll take take it together as one, yeah. Okay, well, yeah, this is... uh, there's there's been tremendous well in the last couple of years they found the real mount sinai in the arabian peninsula you know i mean uh, the, the fact is judeo christian scholarship and even in the old days 
because we didn't have the benefit of archaeology. They didn't have the benefit of archaeology in the 16 and 1700s like we do now. And so all of these new discoveries warrant changes in the translations and placing Mount Sinai in the Arabian Peninsula uh, is the correct thing to do, right? And so the theologians are reluctant to update their knowledge (laughs) despite the fact that archaeology is telling us it should be updated, okay? So, but here, we, we in identity are, uh, are scholars. You know, we, we, we want to know more. We want to get it right. Exactly. Okay? Exactly. And yeah. it's not just a, a desire to know more. We want to know why and where yeah. and how. Yeah, yeah. And who changed and, it and, and why and how, <laughs> right? And, yeah. Pastor, I've got another surprise for you. Okay. Um, after, the, after the show, I will send you a video which actually puts all these places which are, are mentioned in the scriptures are placed in southern Africa. Okay. Re- remember, the scripture says that they didn't go directly into the desert. They wandered in the wilderness okay, before sure. they reached the desert. Right. And there are historical places in southern Africa which has no explanation other than when you read the scriptures, you will find, but hold on, there's some links here right. that match the scriptures. Right, sure. But we'll sure. talk about that on, the, on a different yeah. uh, occasion. Well, well, yeah, and then there's uh, Beyond the Rivers of Ethiopia, you know, which is uh, you know, clearly south. <laughs> Ethiopia yes. is south of Palestine. But it's interesting you meant to be, go through the wilderness until you reach the desert. Well, that's true of America as well. Because uh, America is a blooming paradise until you go further west, and then you reach uh, you know, the the deserts of the Nevada, desert. California, yes. New Mexico, Arizona, oh, etc. Yeah. Okay, but we made that yes. area bloom too, just as you you Boer people have made South Africa bloom, even in in your desert areas. Okay, like yes. no other people and can make deserts bloom. Okay. And the interesting th- fact is that, uh, and we've spoken about Sina von Rensburg before, if we look at the the past few months, the occurrences, what is actually happening in South Africa, you will find that the deserts are blooming. Mm-hmm. Uh, past the most tremendous pictures have been coming out of the Kalahari Desert. Really? Of the Kalahari Desert standing in the most beautiful a blaze of colors right with flowers okay. blooming incredible yeah 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 so yeah. uh but uh, now you know we're, we're getting back you know there is this resurgence of interest in in scripture thanks to archaeology and there's this resurgence of patriotism <laughs> uh because yes. of all of the oppression that's going on thanks to covid and, uh, you know, the lock set, they've been using these terms. And, of course, the, the Great Reset is the terminology used by Klaus Schwab, you know, who's basically a puppet of the Rothschilds. So uh, to yes. tell us what they're getting ready to do. It's they, they, have a, they have this trick. They always tell us what they're going to do, but not in exact terms what they're going to do, right? In the exact yeah. time they're going to do it. But it's clear they've been intending to stage this pandemic 
since 2010 when the Rockefellers issued their, uh, they issued a paper to, s- stating how they're going to do it, when, and not quite when, but I think they were planning to do it later than, than they yes. actually started to do it, okay, because... Uh, I, I read a... Go ahead. I read a particular um, uh, article that uh, the, um, the, the, the Rothschilds or the Illuminati were astounded to see that so many of their inner secrets have been made available on social media. Uh-huh. Okay. And I think that was, that caused them to actually um, take a shortcut in their, in their endeavors to bring this forward instead of taking it further backwards um, in, mm-hmm. in time. But it, it is also quite significant that so many of the things that they have been propagating for the past uh, 25, 30 years, they have now achieved. For example, Project Blue Beam. Right. Which has tremendous significance. And then also um, the, the uh, so-called revelation of the Jews Messiah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you know about that, the Jews Messiah. Oh, well, yeah, they've been trying to preempt Revelation, right, with their own, and rebuilding the temple, which there is no prophecy yes. regarding that, to pretend it, and Judeo-Christians believe it. We are the temple. The, the Bible clearly says exactly. we are the third temple. There won't but, be but any the, physical the temple. the physical temple which the, the Jews are building... Daniel refers to that as, uh, and, and it's not just uh, Antiochus uh, Epiphanes, uh-huh. Epiphanes, right? That was, uh, um, uh, what do you call it, that, that uh, defiled the temple uh, in the year 244 before the birth of the Messiah. That mm-hmm. is, if you go and read the story of the, the Maccabees, mm-hmm. um, when, when he. Um, uh, oh, sacrificed a yeah, pig. Yeah, slaughtered a pig on the altar, right. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then, of course, he set himself in the most holies and uh, calling himself the um, the god of the Jews. Right. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, again, he used bribery and intimidation and murder to, to get many of the Judites to convert, right, and to, to join the system. Well, they're, they're using yes. the same tactics today, but they're just a little more subtle, okay? We have been invaded without the invaders telling us that it's an invasion, right? It's, yes. That's what it really is. Uh, the, the injection needle is the new weapon. In 1776, the Redcoats used guns, but in uh, 2020, they changed to white coats and they're using hypodermics. But they're still as deadly. <laughs> yes, okay. that's a good. That's a good yeah. one. Uh, yeah. changing to the white coats. You're right, the white epidemic. coats are coming, Pastor. The white they, coats they, are coming, and in your country too, <laughs> not just America, uh, right? Uh, There's, of course, they they bayonets today being right. these syringes. But here, yes, exactly. But here, uh, uh, let me uh, uh, press you on the question I asked earlier, uh, because. Uh, the flu season here is exacerbated by the, the lousy diet and all the garbage we eat uh, during uh, Thanksgiving, yes. Christmas, and New Year's. Have you seen anything like that in your country, or are, is the flu season uh, you know, uh, j- just normal from year to year? 
does it uh, Pastor, go ahead. If, if if one looks for example at the lockdown that occurred last year in March mm-hmm. the blacks the blacks um, actually uh, held feasts they they totally ignored the lockdown they oh, okay. held feasts they totally ignored the so-called right. um, uh, uh, um, yeah. what do you call it this um, well, advisories uh, the, that uh, you know, the, uh, the advisory. Oh, oh yeah, and social, social distancing. distancing and all that. Right, they just ignored it. Yeah, and they were dancing and they were dancing in the streets way past midnight, and they've been doing that on the beaches in Durban and in the Cape. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the the blacks totally ignored the, all these uh, these things. Yes, uh, and the strange thing is the whites are being kept off the beaches. Yes. Now, now who's getting also, sick? The whites or the blacks? Well, the, the blacks aren't dying. They're they're not okay. In spite of the fact that they totally ignoring the lockdown, they totally ignore their lives normally. It's only white people who, <laughs> who take this stuff seriously, right? But here in America, exactly. you know, the, the blacks are taking it as well, and they're dying as well. Okay. So okay, but uh, I guess there's no no real statistics you can fall back on. Uh, because you don't have the same uh, era of uh, celebration during flu season that we do, okay? Yeah. So uh, you know, so we can say, but still, I, I I I have been asserting for many years now that the major reason why people get sick is toxicity, okay? Toxicity. Yeah. Toxicity. Definitely positive. Yeah, and but, then your uh, immune also, system suffers because of that. The flu is going around. Okay, that, that's basically but, but, the point. But okay. something else that must also be kept okay, in under, mind. Okay, under under two minutes Africa. now. We're almost at the end. Yes, something that must also be kept in mind uh, about South Africa is that um, uh, quite a few million people have now taken the jab, including yes. blacks. Yes. And of course, with our flu season approaching, we're going to see millions of blacks. Well, blacks yeah. also dying. Well, they're going to be forced vaccinated. They're going to be forced because of vaccination, yeah, right? Yes, yeah. This is, uh, you know, and uh, fortunately, the CDC does keep track of in their VAERS uh, report, which is not publicized by mass media, of thousands of deaths, and that's just, and that's yes. the voluntary reporting. I mean, so we're not, we're getting, we're only getting the reports of volunteers who report. Uh, it's got to be way worse than than what they're reporting. Yes, okay? absolutely. So because the moment. The moment they see you as a threat to their, uh, yeah. their, their uh, agenda, yeah. they keep the information away from you. Of course, of course. Especially, especially if you're a reporter on, on, on truth. Yes. So uh, just, just let me reiterate, if, even if we go over time a little bit, we are living in the Genesis, uh, sorry, Revelation chapter 18, verse 23. And where, which prophesies the demise of mystery Babylon. However, at the very end of verse 23, it says, For thy merchants were the great men of the earth, for by thy sorceries, that is, uh, pharmakia, yes. were all nations pharmakia. deceived. And we are being deceived big time by pharmakia right this very second. Okay? Yes. People are taking the jab because Excellent. they believe their lies. All right. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you all for listening. Praise Thank Yahweh. Thank you, Pastor. Pastor. Take care. All right. Take care, everybody. Praise See you next week. Praise Yahweh. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye, Yahweh. Okay. <laughs>